and welcome to another episode of the 99% Fad-Free Podcast. I'm your host, Tara Leong. I'm a qualified nutritionist here to help you make sense of all the confusing nutrition information that's out there. Just to warn you, there'll be no fads, no diets, no quick fixes here. This is a show where the kale and the alfalfa sprouts is balanced out with a healthy little dose of chocolate and cake. I'll serve you up real, honest, no-nonsense nutrition information that's based on science and facts, not nonsense and woo. So thanks for joining me and I can't wait to sink our teeth into today's episode where we'll be talking about the social media influencing industry and how this is affecting our health. I'm going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at this industry and reveal just how these influences could in fact be harming us. I'll give you tips on how to avoid being sucked in by their clever marketing so that you can take control of your social media feed and take control of your health. Let's go. Okay, okay. This is my favorite topic. You might be thinking, what? I thought you were a nutritionist, not a social media expert. And no, I'm not a social media expert, but since I graduated, I have delved deep into the social media industry. And in fact, when I actually graduated from university, I got a job with a social media agency. So I was responsible for managing about 20 different social media accounts for different organizations, national organizations and things like that. So literally sitting on social media all day for a job. So it gave me a lot of insight into how this area works. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love social media and I'm a self-confessed social media addict. I love it. It really does bring people together. It builds friendships. I've met some of my closest and best friends now through social media and then we've, we've met up in real life and become close friends. And then it offers a platform for people to stay connected, for people to have um, connections in terms of if someone has an illness, there are a lot of support groups out there where people can talk about their symptoms and how they're feeling with like-minded people who are actually experiencing the same thing. And social media is a great way to actually get a lot of your news and a lot of your information as to what's happening in the world. So I love it. But there's also a dark side. And, and what I really would love to talk to you about today is the these influencers that are doing things to sway our health, unfortunately, and yet most of us don't even realize it. So I really want to highlight this and be able to show you what they're doing so that you don't keep getting duped because it's happening and it's happening and it's happening and it makes me angry, angry, angry. (laughs) And hopefully this podcast will shed a bit of light on that and then whoever is listening out there hello to you thanks for tuning in i really really hope that you can help spread the word because i see a lot of damage caused by people who have social media accounts and who are educating people about nutrition and health but have absolutely no freaking idea what they're talking about 
So the information that they give is really wrong and it's really harmful. And then you've got the other side of the coin where there are so many of these influencers now who are getting paid to promote products that A, people don't need, B, they're expensive and C, they can actually be really, really dangerous and that's just what is is really, really upsetting me. So I'm going to teach you about that today. As my career as a nutritionist has progressed, I've combined my love of social media and experience on social media and working within that industry. I've combined it with my love of nutrition and I'm really, really interested in the topic that is bioethics. And we're not going to talk about that, that today because it's pretty complicated and a bit dry (laughs) Uh, but over the last few years I've been invited to speak about this topic to many different organizations so people like the uh, Dietitians Association of Australia, conferences in Melbourne by the Sandro DeMeo Foundation, uh, speaking to Queensland health employees about the effects of social media that it's having on our health and um, lots and lots of places around the joint. This information is going to be relevant to those of you who use social media a lot but also those of you who don't use social media because even if you aren't on social media you know a lot of people who are. So being able to be aware of the information I'm going to be able to share with you today you'll be able to possibly start a conversation with your niece or with your colleague at work and say well look oh I heard this and I heard that about social media have you thought about it from a different perspective and things like that so it might may help you and the people around you. If you're a nutrition professional This is a really important topic to know about because knowing what the general public are being exposed to will really, really help you in your practice and being able to educate anyone about social media literacy and how to use social media well and not be taken over by social media is a really important skill for anyone to be able to have up their sleeve, especially in in uh, today's world of technology. So what is an influencer? Well, it's a relatively new career that's popped up in the last few years and basically anyone can do it. You just have to have over about 2,000 followers on your social media channels. So unfortunately, I'm considered a social media influencer now. On our social media, which is The Nutrition Guru and The Chef, We have close to 90,000 followers. So when you reach this number of followers and are classified as a social media influencer, you actually receive lots of emails from companies and they start the email off always the same. Hi, Tara. We think you're amazing. Uh, And then they put the body of their text in saying, we love what you do. Could you do a shout out for us on social media and we'll send you five jars of protein powder. Thanks. What's your address? Bye. Keep up the great work. 
Now, admittedly, when you first start getting these emails, your ego takes a bit of a boost and you go, oh, wow, they, they, they think I'm amazing. I've kind of hit it big now after plugging away on social media for a while. They want to send me something for free. And so you email back and you say, oh, great, thanks, would love to try. And you give them your email address. And a week later, five cartons of protein powder or whatever supplement is on trend arrives at your doorstep. Then you feel obliged to take a picture of yourself and post it to social media saying, oh, thanks so-and-so company for my powder. Just had some after my workout. Tastes delicious. You guys would love it. And then what happens is all your followers, so all my followers, will go, oh, Tara thinks that that protein powder is great. She's a nutritionist or I've been following her for a few years and I trust what she says. So, oh, I'm going to go and get that protein powder too because I would like to be healthy and um, I've been working out at the gym lately so I'll go get some. And yet, little old Tara has been taken advantage of. The protein company has been very, very clever and thought, well, I'll, I'll send $20 worth of products to this girl on social media. She'll do a shout out for us. And that's 15 grand's worth of advertising right there. In my inbox, I actually get 10 plus emails just like this every single day. And I used to reply to them all and now I don't. I've woken up to the fact that they aren't emailing me particularly. They don't think I'm amazing. They don't actually even know who I am. They have access and have bought access to a database of people like myself. And there might be four or 500 email addresses on that database that they just spam with this generic email saying, hi, we think you're amazing. And can I send you some product? I've woken up to the fact that it's a game that's being played in this social media influencing industry and I don't want to be influencing my audience of 80-90,000 people and making them go and buy a product that they don't need. So data that's come out of the US has shown that 30% of us actually considers the health information that's given on social media as a very trustworthy source of health information. And that's what's really scary. And other studies have actually shown that many, many people follow the advice of people on social media, so things like Facebook and Instagram, over what their GP or what their doctor or specialist has told them. So they would prefer to go and listen to the people on social media than the sitting in the doctor's office and listening to what the doctor has told them. So they trust the people online more than they do the GP and the specialists. And I understand why. Social media is connection. Social media is you can see people who look like you. You can look up to people as well. You can follow celebrities. You can reach out to people who you might not have come across in normal everyday life. 
And in a time where social media is full of people who are giving nutrition advice without any qualifications and yet so lacking in people with qualifications on social media giving health advice and nutrition advice, this is where it becomes so dangerous because so much of the information that we're accessing and finding on social media is just plain wrong. Now, when that information is telling you which shampoo to use to make your curls look nicer or which watch looks hottest this summer or whatever, then who cares? But when it comes down to things like cancer treatment, depression, anxiety, irritable bowel syndrome, children's health, what to feed kids, what not to feed kids, it's frightening. Some of the examples of the nonsense that I've seen that spread online is things like juice cleansers by a man who feels that the juice that he sells particularly, and he has 3 million followers, the juice that he sells is magical and is vibrational and that there is no reason to trust doctors or get medical advice on cancer treatment that instead people just need to love the world and use his juice cleanse which will give them love hope happiness vibration and cure their cancer now he's charging a fortune for these juices and everyone is falling for it see rubbish online that bananas will make us fat and are the cause of type 2 diabetes and obesity and early death and then I've had mother a mother sit in front of me and in tears because she had read online that bananas cause cancer and she'd been packing a banana in her children's lunchbox for the last 12 months and so she felt this horrible, horrible sense of guilt that she was going to cause her children terrible health. The young, slim, fit, beautiful influencers that are constantly promoting the skinny teas, the detoxes, the 12-hour reboots, the fasting method. But do you know what? They're not doing that because they are doing it for the good of all of us and would like to help us even though they often say they are they're doing it because they're paid to do it when you become an influencer you get invited to join this special app and you can lie in bed each morning and what you can do is scroll through and look at all the companies who are looking for influencers to promote their products so today I I uh, sat by the pool actually and I had a look through this app and I could see that I could get paid to promote a protein powder, I could get paid to promote a infant formula, I could get paid to promote a probiotic and I could also get paid to promote a detox tea. And let me explain how this works. The company tells you what to post usually. They tell you what colours they like you to use. And get this, most often they even say you don't have to have even tried the product. 
So recently there was a campaign on this app for a very well-known multivitamin company. What they were asking for was people like me to post pictures of themselves explaining that they have lots of energy from the multivitamin. And it said in the, the details, you know, make sure you look happy, lots of energy, blah, blah, blah. And in the fine print said, it's okay, you don't have to have actually tried this product. So from my own bed, without even having to get up and go to work, I could have uploaded a photo from my camera roll where I was at the beach having a great old time with lots of energy and uploaded it to my Instagram or Facebook to all of you who follow me. I could have said, oh yes, loving the beach. I've got so much energy because of my blah, blah, blah multivitamin that I have every day. Loving it. Hashtag wellness. Hashtag nutrition. Hashtag be well. And I'll tell you how much I would have gotten paid for that. Remember, without even having tried the product or leaving my bed. Now, if I had posted that to Facebook, I would have been paid $450. If I had posted it to Instagram, I would have been paid about $300. So straight away, without leaving my bed in the morning, I could have made $750. What do you guys think of that? Do you think that that is okay? Do you think that that is ethical for people to be allowed to do that? When you consider those stats that 30% of people look to, to social media for health and nutrition advice and they believe that it's very, very trustworthy source of information, is it okay for companies to be paying people with no qualifications to promote a product they've never even tried? And do you think it's okay for people to be accepting money from companies to pay them to say that something is wonderful and that they need it and they should go and buy it? Well, I don't. I think it's terrible and I think it has to stop. In Australia, there are no regulations around this. Mostly when I see these campaigns that influencers are involved with and getting paid for they don't even tell you that they're getting paid for it so what they do they try and be really authentic and I'm saying that with quotation marks right now they try and be authentic because that's what sells and so what they do is they just sneak these products into their random everyday posts so They'll put up that they've been to the beach and they've done their yoga and they have had a really great day and caught up with their friend and now they're just going to sit down and have their vital greens um, in the afternoon on this hot day. And you just kind of think, oh, well, that's what she's drinking and she's just showing what she's doing today. But more often than not, that person has been paid to do that. And I believe, strongly believe, that to not actually disclose that you're getting paid to promote that product is highly unethical. And that's because it's not leaving the general public to have their own decisions. They're being, they're being lied to and they're being influenced without them knowing. 
Now, I contacted an influencer once who kept doing this and I asked her, do very kindly, do you think that it is okay to not disclose that you're getting paid for um, these products? And her comeback to me really, really shocked me and she said, it's up to my followers to be clever enough to know that I am being paid. It's not up to me. It's up to them to figure out whether I'm being paid or not. And I just, I was absolutely mortified. And what is really scary is that there are no regulations around this in Australia. So there are actually guidelines that were released last year, which is a really good step in the right direction. And these guidelines say that we should be always saying when we've been paid for a product, but they are just guidelines and there is no one out there who's actually regulating these guidelines. So even if an influencer doesn't actually say that they've been paid to promote a product, there's no repercussions for them for doing that which is just, I, it blows my mind that they can do this and there is no problems about it. Some of the influencers use hashtags that you'll see like spawn, hashtag spawn for sponsored or they'll write sponsored or they'll write hashtag collab for collaboration with the brand but that means they're getting paid. They'll use the hashtag ambass, which is short for ambassador, which means they're getting paid to work with the brand. So even those who do try and disclose that they're getting paid are doing it very, very sneakily. And what you'll find is they often put those hashtags right at the bottom of their post in amongst 100 other hashtags so that nobody actually really reads those hashtags and sees that they're actually getting paid. I find this so unethical, particularly if I see health professionals doing this. So going back to this app for influencers, they just sent an email out this morning to say that uh, they were paying their top earners about $29,000 for a post, which just blows my mind that someone can post one picture of a protein powder, of a nappy, of a handbag, and be paid $29,000. And an expose has actually come out today. Three British influencers were secretly filmed agreeing to promote a non-existent weight loss drink and that weight loss drink had an ingredients list and it contained hydrogen cyanide and the influencers agreed to promote it to their audience and these women have these three women 1.3 million followers combined between the three of them and they didn't even look into the product that they were asked to promote they didn't even pick up that it had cyanide in it. And I believe that anyone with any type of social media voice and social media influence and audience has an ethical and moral duty to ensure that anything that they say and 
every single thing that they say is actually real, is actually truthful and won't harm anyone. Now, I've got so much more to say on this topic. I could honestly speak for so long about it. So I'm going to split this series up into a couple of different parts. I'll leave you with that in understanding that people are either A, paid to promote products or B, sent products for free in the hope that they'll post about it. And so I hope that knowing this now, when you scroll through your social media feed and you see someone that you enjoy following post about a certain product, and that might be that they're saying they love a certain something or other, or they're unboxing something that a company sent to them, I hope now that you'll have your critical eyes in your head now (laughs) and really start to critique what you are seeing from the people that you follow. Start to wonder, okay, have they been sent this product for free? If so, do I really need to go out and buy it if I'm feeling like I need to? Do I really need to buy it? Do I need to spend the money on it? Will it actually really help me? Is there any science or evidence to say that this thing or this product will actually do what it will do? And lastly, could this product that they are trying to throw in my face, could it actually hurt me in some way? Now that might be physically in terms of maybe it could create an illness, but also mentally. So could this actually fuel um disordered eating could it could it fuel going on a weight loss journey that that promotes um purging or laxatives such as the skinny teas um that can be very dangerous physically but also mentally and in the next part of this series what I'll do is I'll actually show you the evidence that that has found that social media use can be linked to an issue called orthorexia and that's where preoccupation with being healthy and that can harm physical and mental health and it's really rapidly rapidly growing with um, more and more use of social media so that's what I'll talk about in the next episode about this influencing industry and I have lots more things to reveal and lots more tips to help you to understand how you're being influenced by these people that usually don't have any credentials they often lack morals and are doing it for the wrong reasons and those reasons being to earn money oh so we've only just scraped the tip of the iceberg there with this whole topic of influences and health drop me a line let me know what you thought of this episode I'd love to know has it helped you actually start to think about the things that you maybe have been purchasing in terms of health products were you even aware that influences exist did you realize how much that they could get paid for a single post I've started a private 
group on Facebook for the podcast. So look for the 99% fad free group. And it's a private group where you and I, we can all talk together about the episodes of the podcast. So I'd love to see you on there. It's a group for you guys to discuss all the different things that are on the podcast and recommend maybe different topics and just have a good old chat amongst yourselves as well would you be so kind as to leave a review wherever you get your podcast from you can usually leave some kind of review and this helps the podcast to rank in the search engines You've all been going gangbusters and have been so supportive of this brand new podcast and I'm forever grateful that you've been able to lift the podcast to number one position for nutrition and number one position for health and fitness. It's just crazy, amazing. If you could continue to support the show in this way would really help me and it will help me to be able to keep producing content for you all. Stay tuned for part two. I'll reveal more about the influencing industry. But for now, I'm off to go and scroll through Instagram and reply to some of your messages. So I'll see you next time. Bye.